Episode 189, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. What was the head shake for? Because <laughs> it's, I really don't know if that comes across. Like, I really don't when you do that. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm to be honest, I don't care <laughs> if it comes across or not. I'm, I'm just laughing at it because it's like, uh. <laughs> um, um, it's more of the, it's not the left right thing, it's more of the in out. Like, I'm way back here, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, imagine me, like, across the room, right? I'm just going, oh, and I run up to you, oh, and I get right in your face, oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Fire in the hole. <laughs> I'm going to throw that chair out now. <laughs> burn it first. <laughs> throw it out and then burn it. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling a little woozy after that one. <laughs> feel woozy here. Uh, <laughs> Took too much out of me. I feel woozy. Oh, anyway, um, so hi, welcome to part two. In part two, we give you my review of Homefront: The Revolution, mm. a new game that came to Xbox One and PS4. You'll get to hear my reactions on it. Yeah, and you know what? I got a bonus. Interview. I got a bonus a review too. I might as well do it right now. Yeah. Um, it was called Air, Air Command. It's you know what I'm gonna be honest. I don't really remember the name of it. <laughs> it's so this is gonna be a great review. Is what you're saying? It's not a really. Good, it's not a good game. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's it's um, Air Conflict specific battles. I think it is. It's basically a remastered edition of a PS3 game for the PS4. Mm-hmm. It was pre-owned. I went to GameStop pre-owned for like twenty bucks. You know what? I had twenty dollars to blow. Um, <laughs> I'll probably, but it's pre-owned, so I can return it within the week, and I'll yeah. probably be returning it tomorrow. Um, it was a fighter plane, kind of. It was like dogfights during the during World War II, mm-hmm. so you got to play as the, the American side and and or the Japanese side. Like, there's two campaigns. Yeah. Um, obviously, the first one is like, hey, it's the attack on Pearl Harbor. You don't, you can't necessarily stop it, but it's happening, so you try to shoot down as many people as you possibly can. The mechanics are okay. It's not bad. If, you know, it's it's not it's and what I mean by bad, it, it obviously it plays like a PS3 game that was remastered for the PS4. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty, sort of. Sort of. But like if I crash into, let's say, the water or into like something else, mm-hmm. it kind of de-renders almost. Like you can actually see the framing of where the base should be. Ah, okay. You know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have, it breaks a lot. <laughs> it breaks way, but, a lot. <laughs> the game breaks <coughs> a lot. Um you know, usually if you hit the ground, you just go. Poof. Yeah, I shouldn't see like the nose of my plane going through the ground ah. and having it just hover there in space for a split second right before it explodes. Okay, should just be. Oh my god, I'm going down. Right. And that's it. it. Shouldn't be like a. Oh look, there's my propeller, my nose going through the wire mesh of the ground, and it's in virtual space at this moment, and then boom. Yeah. Um. The flying was okay. I mean, I kind of bought it just as kind of like I wanted something different for just a taste of something different. Yeah. Because I'm always talking about first-person shooters and first, you know, like Dungeons & Dragons type games. And 
really don't go outside of. I mean, I like to think that I'm versatile in my gaming to a degree. I mean, I'm not sitting there going, "Hey, here's my layers of Minecraft," because I I don't get that. Or, <laughs> "Hey, I bought a I bought a 3DS so I can play Pokemon games. I can talk about them." I, I mean, I have my genres that I like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're you're pretty diverse in terms of like you know different different games you will be willing to try. You know, we did the Uncharted last week, and yeah. and, and uh, there have been several other games that you know if you've I can't remember right now. Well, but. like Battleborn was one of them. Like this week, um, is it's Overwatch mm-hmm. that I'll be picking up, and that's really out of my realm of comfortability because mm-hmm. it is a, it's it's kind of like Battlefront in ways of it's all multiplayer online, you know, capture the flag type stuff. Ah, okay. They're called MOBAs. Um, Massive online multiplayer battle arenas. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's a new, it's a new, I would say it's a new phrase in gaming. But it's it's not because if you played like League of Legends and, and, you know, there's those games have been around for a while it's just now that it has an official name and they're now coming it's moving from pc to platform mm. so that's why you'll hear moba more yeah like battleborn and overwatch are considered mobas okay you know because it's you and a team of players one's playing offense the other one's playing defense and then on your team of five people, there's different factions. You can be like a healer, you can be a tank, you can be um, an assault, you can be just defensive. It's just, there's all these different like. It's just funny that you say that because I mean I've, I'm only basing off what I see, and it's basically commercials because you know I'm, for Overwatch, yes, and uh, just 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 commercials alone kind of made me curious to play the game. You know, like because it looks like a kind of like a fun storyline in a way but it's not at all I, from what i understand there is no there's no single there's a single player campaign but it's not in the hey you get to pick a character and then play a storyline out it's it's you play a character and then as you level up that character vin- video stuff to kind of help paint out the picture of the of the plot mm. gets filled out in the way through videos and past and present i i, I don't know i haven't I haven't really got my hands on it outside of that beta that I played, which mm. me and 9.7 million other people played. And I said, because that's a big number. That's right. a huge yeah, number. Yeah, no, no, I was saying, you and 9.7, so it was 9.7 and 1. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you figure if that game's going for 60 bucks a game and almost 10 million people are, are, have played just the beta alone. Right. That's a big chunk of money coming in. Yeah. You know? Even if half of those people, even if five million people decide to buy that game at sixty bucks a pop, you know, that's that's that's, nice. that's the essential bit of scratch. Yeah, that's what uh three hundred and fifty million dollars. I'm uh, I can't do the math right now. Let's let's get out of the calculator. <laughs> let's, let's calculate let's this. Calculator. Let's, let's let's calculate this. Okay. Let's go five million. Right. Five. million. Two, three. One, two, three. And we times that by sixty. Um, we would do tax because it'd be sixty four or seventy nine. Is that? Uh, yeah, but it depends on the state and city you live in. That's a good point. A good point. So just two sixty there, stinky butt. Sixty point zero zero. That is three hundred million dollars. Wow. One two three. I'm sorry. Wait. No. One two three. One two three. Yeah, three hundred million dollars. Wow. So. That's some good coin. That's that's for a video game. Yeah, like that's that's 
um, Grand Theft Auto kind of money. Grand Theft Auto almost made a billion dollars when it first when it first came out. Wow, GTA Five that is. So I mean, Blizzard. I mean, it's Blizzard. Blizzard makes some really good product. Mm-hmm. They made Diablo Three. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, I have every Blizzard game I've played, I've highly enjoyed. I just, I just kind of wish the story mode a little bit more because of those those things you see in the commercials. Like that looks pretty yeah, cool. Like you know, like, I saw this great one about the sniper. Um, it's called Alive. The shorts, it, the shorts called Alive. Mm-hmm. It was really good and made me go, "Wow, you know what? I'm I'm oddly attracted to that chick. <laughs> <laughs> that the guy computer animated, just you know, sniper. I'm like, I'm gonna have to play her, like, because she seems pretty badass. Like, yeah. Um, well, I mean, obviously, I'm picking it up tomorrow, so I'll review have a review for it next week. Yeah. So you'll be able to know uh, whether or not you think you should pick it up yourself. I mean, you play Battlefront, and that's all. There's no storyline. It's just all multiplayer. Yeah, but I know what I was getting into. That was right, the thing. Right, like, right. like with with Battlefront, you knew you knew that right away. Like to me, <clears> off the bat, like I knew it wasn't going to be. I'm a character in a story, a Star Wars scene, yeah, you, playing the game. I knew it was going to be. A, I'm, a, I'm a soldier in a group of people, you know, grunting the army. Right. Yeah. Like I knew that right off the bat. I think it's a little bit misleading the Overwatch the commercials because I mean, like to me, it's like, wow, that looks like great, but it's like, oh, it's it's one of those. And I'm not saying I'm not against that, you know. Cause I'm sure it's going to you know. do very well because nine point seven people, nine point seven million, million people. people can't be wrong at this point. I mean, I'm gonna like I said, I pick it up tomorrow. I'll probably be dabbling with it tomorrow a little bit before I go to work actually mm-hmm. so I'll have definitely have a review of it for next week's show but in the meantime I mean in this week's show I give you my review on Homefront and we talk the news yeah so you know sit back and relax and uh, you know we'll, uh, we'll see you at the end alright and we're back you're listening to Geeks Live on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio Tune in and iHeartRadio. Just search Rock with Radio in those apps. All right. Well, last when we left, um, I was talking oh. about getting ready to do a review on a video game that Ed apparently forgot that I was going to do. Yes. <laughs> um, it's the game called Homefront the Revolution. Now, if you remember last week when we talked about it, I'd said that it's um, a first-person shooter. It's four years after China in the uh, alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Um, North Korea has invaded America. And you're part of the revolution set in Philadelphia. Okay. <clears throat> so here's my review. Okay. All right. Strap in. <laughs> I really, really, really want to like this game. Yes. But it gets in its own way. Uh-huh. Um, best way to describe it. And so far, every time I've described it, people have said it's the perfect analogy for this game. Okay. Lay it <clears throat> on us. Okay, you know, when you're dating, right? Yeah. And you find that beautiful woman that you want to go out on a date with, and you you, know, you, you really put the time in to want to get a date on her, and you finally get a date with her. Mm-hmm. And she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's everything you want in a woman. But the moment she starts talking, she gets really annoying. Yeah. And you contemplate, is it worth it? You know, like, how long can I put up with this date? Mm-hmm. Whether it be, a, you know, you dating a guy, you dating a girl, that, that person that you've, you've been infatuated with for so long. And then when you finally get them, you're like, oh, my God, I can't stand this person. Like, how long do I stick with this person before I before that thing they do gets so annoying that you have to walk away from it? Right. <clears throat> and that's kind of how this game is. I really want to like it. It's a first-person shooter. Um, it's very 
hey, here's a, a mission over here, clean this area out, clean this area out to try to push back the the opposing forces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for some reason, it it's wonky. Okay. Like the moment you tra- moment you flip, like here's the thing. I like, it's, it's hard to do this review because there's so many, here's okay. I'm gonna break it down to pros and cons. Okay. Pros. It's set in Philadelphia. Uh huh. Right. Pro. Your guns can be customizable, meaning that I can change my pistol into a um, submachine gun mm-hmm. by a kit. Okay. I can change my rifle into a sniper rifle, or I can change my um, shotgun into almost like a rocket launcher type thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can change my crossbow into a like mini bomb, kind of like shoot bombs across a room kind right. of thing. I like that. I like the customizability. Uh, I like the facets of running through the city. You look a little confused. I'm, I just yeah, I hear something in the background. Yeah, it's a little bit of a buzz. No, I hear like like music player or something like that. Okay, it's that's weird. in your own head, Ed. Yeah, it is. Because uh, I got nothing on. Everything, everything on my yeah. board's off. Yeah. Okay. Continue, <laughs> continue on. Um, cons. Too much load up time, meaning the moment I go to a shop to buy a new gun, mm-hmm. I have to wait like 30 seconds before I can actually get back into the game. Okay. Like I'll sit there with the gun and I'll just see the little timer thing kind of go around and then I can run. Yay. Yeah. Um, whenever I go into like a new one, another thing I don't like is the bad guys respawn too quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, and And what I mean is, <clears throat> when you go and and do like one of those takeover missions, mm-hmm. um, you actually have to hit the goal for it to clear out the bad guys. Okay. Now, if you don't hit that goal, and you let's say walk across the street out of the zone of where the bad guys are in this particular building, mm-hmm. the moment you walk back in, all those bad guys are back. Oh. So it's not like it has no memory of the fact that. Ten seconds ago, you killed the last guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, you walked out of the zone, but it's not like you walked a mile away. You walked across the street, right? And went, oh shit, I, I misstepped. Let me go back in. Let me let me do what I got to do. And all of a sudden, why are these bad guys still here? Mm-hmm. I just killed all of them. There's no way that these guys could refill this building that fast. That fast, right? Um, <clears throat> the mode of traveling. Mm-hmm. Is either walking or a dirt bike. Um, pro, dirt bike's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Con, controls are a little wonky. It's hard to control. It's hard to ride it. Okay. Um, and on top of that, there's so much debris in the city that it's hard to maneuver. You have to really make a lot of tight turns. Okay. Uh, like I said, pro, city of Philadelphia. Con, I don't think it's accurate. now don't get me wrong i wasn't looking for you know like street to street i kind of expected an a broad range of philadelphia right right i could see liberty one Mm -hmm. off in the distance but i don't know if i am ever going to get close enough to walk by that building okay it seems to be like no matter where i look it's there now is this an open world or linear uh uh, um it's open style 
open world per se, like you have a section and that section is open world. And once you do enough of the missions, you get to go into an underground tunnel, the subway system to get to the next part of the map. Okay. So, but that part that's open to you is very open. You can run anywhere. You can climb. You can jump on buildings. Um, you can find, there's tchotchkes you can find. There's mm. um, stashes for your revolution people, revolutionary people. Mm-hmm. I can walk over and go, hey, come with me. You know, and then that person, that NPC, non-player character, will follow me into the fray if I want, if I want somebody to help me shoot the place up. Okay. Um, or if there's somebody I think I can allow, like, people to come join me online-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I gotta be honest, I don't think it's gonna make it through tomorrow. I mean, I, I bought it Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I played it. I kind of enjoy it, but it's also kind of annoying. So I know that I have Overwatch coming out. And I know, like, 20 bucks left on that. I'll probably just kind of go, yeah, I'm trading in, I'm trading in home front for Overwatch to pay off my Overwatch just because I can't seem to get into a decent rhythm mm. and with all the pausing of the reloading times it just seems that there's not a good flow like I really when I do play it I seem to enjoy it mm. but the little things keep kind of making me go oh, uh, like how long how long do I keep this how long do I keep going with this right you know it's like <sighs> I like do I Trade it in tomorrow because tomorrow I'm picking up my Overwatch, you know, and just kind of go fuck this game. I feel bad because I from and I think we talked about it on the show before that it's it's kind of a sequel to yes. the original Homefront, and the original Homefront wasn't that well liked either. Mm-hmm. I was you know and I was when I pre-ordered this game I was kind of like uh, I hope it's better than the first one because I heard nothing but bad things about the first one. Right. It doesn't seem like they learned anything from their first mistakes. Or it just seems to be and um, con. The video of it all isn't as good as I think it could be. Okay, like I'm. I'm also playing like uh, we talked last week about Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Things photorealistic and it looks beautiful. It right. looks gorgeous. This game looks like a game that was um, a, for a PS3 or uh, Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. That they just redid the graphics to improve upon the look. Ah, so uh, okay. It doesn't feel like a PS4 game. It feels like a PS3 game that was upgraded. Imported, yeah. Yeah, it was imported. And they never worked on the loading screens. And they just were like, hey, look, here's... It looked like it was made to run on a slower machine. And that when because the machine is so... PS4 is so powerful and so strong that it takes the game a couple of seconds to catch up to it. Okay. To go, oh, that's right, it's faster. Boom, 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 boom. But it seems to be like, I, I can literally have my handgun, do the conversion to a submachine gun, mm-hmm. and have to wait like 10 seconds before I can actually move. Ah, oh, okay. And it's like, well, what if I'm doing that in the middle of a of a fight? You know, like, I can't. Right. You know, or if I run to a group of, of bad guys, it just seems to be like they're all ready and shooting me, I'm like, oh, load up time to stream. It's like, oh. <laughs> like I said, I, I... You can get shot up by the time it finishes. Yeah, yeah. and another thing is, it's, I'm not, I don't really, I'm not one to complain about games' difficulty levels. Because, um, you know, you can, most games now, you can kind of set the difficulty level. Yes. Um, so I, but I usually play the normal level mm-hmm. because I, I'm not like, oh, I'm a whiny pussy, so let me downgrade the level of 
difficulty. But I'm also not like, you know, a superhuman video game player, so I'm not cranking them. I'm, I'm always playing the the middle. Right. Like the way the game is designed to play without, you know, the, the normal challenges that are involved in playing the game. Mm-hmm. I don't make it any less. I don't make it any worse. Mm-hmm. But it just seems to be like the medium is still just as bad because it seems to be like a bunch of bad guys. And if you don't kill out that area soon enough, or if you leave that area, you go walking back, they're all there again. It doesn't seem like you get enough time to kind of relax. Right. There's no, I mean, I don't mind like, um, there you have health packs, obviously, Mm -hmm. but there's no regenerative health, which I don't mind. You know, it just makes it a little bit more difficult. But it seems to be kind of it's it's a little difficult to maintain a decent level of health when you kill those guys, walk away ahead and like across across the street and turn around and they're all there again. You're like what? <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's a sniper out of nowhere starts shooting you. You're like what? That person wasn't there before. What's going on? And right. it just like on a scale of one to ten, I'd probably give it a six. Okay. Because it's not bad, and if you can stomach those kind of pauses and stuff, it's it's a good game. There's a lot there that could be fun. It's just having to wait to get to to get there to actually enjoy it. Right, right. That's kind of dragging me down a little bit. Oh. So, I, I mean, like I said, it's got one to ten. I gave it a six. Some So far, everyone that I've talked to that's played it feels the same way about the whole, I want to like it, but it just seems to be... It, I want to like it, but it's not making me, it's not making that an easy choice. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, that's my review on Homefront. All right. I mean, well, like, what areas, I mean, like, is there any areas that you go, oh, well, I was in this area, like, in Philadelphia, well, that made it more, mm-hmm. like, something like a landmark area? That I haven't be- seen any landmarks yet. Okay. Um, the area that I was in, they said it was a Frankfurt area, mm-hmm. but then I crossed the street and I'm in a Burl Home area. And I'm like, that is not really accurate. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like someone took a map of Philadelphia and went, okay, we need this town, this town, this area, this area, this area. Yeah. Um, I don't know what part of Philadelphia I'm in. I mean, they say Frankfurt, but right. it doesn't feel like Frankfurt. Okay. Because I used to live in Frankfurt. I'm like, none of, I mean, I'm not expecting it to be like a mirror image going, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I, I've, I haven't seen the L yet. Oh, really? So everything's wide open. I'm, I'm, I see more of an industrial area at the moment. Okay. But even still, I don't see the L. I see the Philadelphia skyline, but no Comcast Tower. Okay. I see Liberty One, and I see, you know, that's it. Like, I'm like, okay, well, is that just a fake background, and I'll never see that? Or do will I eventually get in there? Like, a part of me wants to continue to play just to see how much it opens up. Um, people don't notice about Philadelphia, but we have a lot of cobblestone streets mm-hmm. in, in like Center City, Philadelphia. Yeah, they call it all, all Phil, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen a single cobblestone street yet. Okay. So I don't know, again, not knowing if that'll eventually show up the deeper I get into the story, or it never shows up. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And part of me, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of in that, that torn position of going, do I give up? And just go, you know what? I'll never be able to really enjoy this game. Or do I just kind of go, let me just keep it for a little while longer. Let me really... You shouldn't have to try so hard to enjoy a video game. Yeah. And it seems like that's kind of the position I'm in. I was like, oh, do I keep playing? Because I was able to... Like, I don't have much in the way of armor. 
or or guns, you mm-hmm. know, because you do earn cash for the jobs that you do. And then there's like this other kind of currency that you win when you un when you capture a zone that you can use to unlock more mods for your weapons, mm-hmm. which I don't think is really necessary. I think you know if you if you got the cash, you should be able to mod it. But whatever, you know, I guess it adds more of a challenge right. to try to do those things. And I do know that I just started off in the game, but it seemed to me like you know, once I kill the guys in the area, all I got to do is kind of like touch something, and it's like okay, you captured this. And it's like okay, <laughs> and then there's just some 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 of the things I got to capture. All I got to do is just walk over and go turn this radio on. All right, you've got yourself another base. Really? That was it. I just walked. In. I I literally just walked in here, turned that thing on, and I got it. Yeah. Like there's no guards, no nothing. Like, how is this strategically advantage? Advantage? What's the advantage of having this building if there's nothing in here? Right. You know. Well, like I, I know playing like different games in the past, like I'm, I'm not really talking more board games than anything else. Is the fact is is that like if the area is just not occupied, and you just walk in, all of a sudden like now you've captured it. You didn't do anything to do it other than just walk in. Just walk in. It's like you've captured it. Now that your presence is known here, you now own this area until somebody comes in and tries to take it back. And if you're still standing there, obviously you're about to fight it out. If you're not. Again, it's an open space. It might have your flags, per se, you know, in one way or another. Well, you know, it's funny you mention that, because there was a moment where, like, once I captured this area, mm-hmm. in, like, 30 seconds, it was being invaded. Okay. And it was, like, but it wasn't in the exact spot that I was at. It was, like, 100 feet away. It okay. was, like, the building next door is, like, oh, there's a raid. Go save those guys. And you're just, like, but I just got here. <laughs> like, couldn't you, like, it just seems to be, like, I, I get where they're going with it, but they could have said, okay, save those guys, then go and hit this button, you know, then go and... And claim it. And claim it, rather than claim it, oh my God, now there's action. Right. It, it was just, it feels, like I said, again, it just seems to want to get in its own way. And I'm trying to be like, oh, well, you know, it's in Philadelphia, it's a... It's going to be a fun it's, time. It's going to, you know, come up to the coast, have a few laughs, you know. Yeah. It's... I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm still on the fence about whether or not I'm going to trade it in or just, you know, hold on to it just for a little while longer. Yeah. doesn't sound like it's enjoyable, like, that you would be like, you know, like, yay, like, it, uh, like if somebody said to you, oh, no, you do get to Liberty One or you do fight your way through City Hall. I'd probably be like, oh, okay, you know what, maybe I would be more inclined to be like, okay, I'll stick it out to see... Like, why not? I don't see Independence Hall. Like, maybe because it's the area that I'm in. I'm not in old Philadelphia. Maybe because I can't see the art museum. Because I'm hope like, if you're going to base a game out of Philadelphia, here's the things you need. You need the art museum. Mm-hmm. You need the you need uh, Independence Hall. Mm-hmm. You need Liberty One. Yeah. You need City Hall. Yeah. You need the rundown Broad Street or JFK Boulevard. Yeah. You know you you know run past. You don't have to go into the Philadelphia Zoo, but it, you know, it'd be kind of neat to kind of go, Philadelphia Zoo, ladies and gentlemen, like, right. hey, the first zoo in America, right there. Yeah. You know, or, you know, um, so this could be really set anywhere, like, it's just like, this, just <clears throat> based in Philadelphia, but, excuse me, you could say that, you could pick this game up and put it in another town, 
It yeah, feels that and, way. And, and, and it could be like it's the same thing. Like, yeah, it feels like it, they just picked Philadelphia only in name alone, not because these people – because we are – we were – the front runner in the revolutionary war and you know, everything that was important in the building of America happened in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and signing of declaration of independence. The original white house was in Pennsylvania. Right. You know? So like, I think these guys were like, well, let's, we're starting a revolution. Let's start. A, if we're doing a modern day revolution, why don't we do it in the same way that the first American revolution started in, in the East coast States and what's more popular than Philadelphia. There was a keynote in the, building of the 13 states it's called the keystone state you know <laughs> right. it, it just seemed but like you could have taken that town and that that map and just kind of dropped it into north you know west virginia right or north carolina or you know texas because there's nothing right kansas City yeah there's or, yeah. nothing other than seeing liberty one nothing there it feels philadelphian right uh you know like i mean I would say. Or the pretzel vendors. Right. They had pretzels here. <laughs> or at least, you know, be able to run up the, to see, you know, sta- the the Rocky statue. Yeah. How good would that be? Or run past, you know, the. Pats and Genos. Yeah. Like, even if they were in rubbles. Like, you know, they were destroyed. And you go, this here was once a great place called Pats. And the other place was called Genos. And there was a great war of this. Yeah. You know, just doesn't seem. It just doesn't seem like it's there. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I might kind of Google search to see maybe if anybody's gotten further. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, hey, is there any Philadelphia landmarks? Because I ain't seen one. Like, how hard it would be to just do cobblestone streets, right? You know, run by the TLA or the Electric Factory. <laughs> you know, like, hey, here's Jewelers Row. Yeah, it's all a shambles because it was got bombed. Whatever. Yeah. Nothing. You know, no South Street. No, you know, Delaware Ave. Like, it didn't seem to be. I didn't even get, like, I was in an industrial area with a coastline sort of thing Mm. because there was water. I couldn't see Jersey. Like, it was like, (laughs) like, you would think that if you're going to be sitting in Philadelphia, if you're on what could technically be really close to Penn's Landing, you'd see fucking New Jersey. Yeah. It is literally right across the water. You can get there by boat in three minutes. Yeah. You'd think maybe they'd have like a Jersey coastline. No, nothing. Wow. You know, so like I said, I don't know if it's there or not. Like maybe I just happen to be on a south facing part of the coastline. Like I'm not even sure if it's the Delaware River or the Schuylkill River. Like I don't know which one. Or if it's so anything. they're not giving you really landmark ideas of where you are other than like say <clears throat> Frankfurt and then Home. Well, they mentioned Frankfurt and I'm like, okay, well, where's Frankfurt Ave? Like, where's this? There's no street signs. Right. So I can't even say if I'm really on like, hey, I'm on the corner of Frank Mar- Broad and Market. I don't, there's no street signs. How do I know? Right. You know, hey, look, you're on Burrowholm. Where's the fucking park? Right. Where's Burrowholm Park? It's not there. It's buildings. I'm like, oh, what? Huh? Like some of the f- the face of the front of the buildings feel colonial in a way, yeah, but not Philadelphia. It's just there's something. It almost seems like a ghost of a town. Is it? It's. But the is, is it based like of today or like? Well, it's supposed to be in an alternate future, like uh, twenty forty nine. I think it is. Okay, but it's still not like there's no flying cars. You know, there's no. I mean, the the. North Koreans, the plot of the, the plot of the whole thing is, and the reason why we got taken over four years ago was, um, 
<clears throat> because we got so so deep in debt that we relied on North Korea to help bail us out, you know, and that they supplied us. They were like, hey, here's a new phone. Hey, here's a new TV. Here's, you know, you get all your, they started collecting. You're going to use these, you're going to use these, we were buying weapons from them. Mm-hmm. You know, like our, our top military armaments were supplied through North Korea. When North Korea decided to invade, all they had to do was turn a switch off and it powered down all of our electronics because they made it all. Right. So it was more of a, hey, we turned off all your shit. We walk in and we take over America, which I'm like, eh, it could happen. This sounds so unrealistic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to I have to say something here uh, right. at this point cuz this is North Korea. Out of all the out of all the 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 evils in the world, North I, Korea is the one. I wanna say they want to they want to build a missile to hit us. They haven't come close. I I like I said it was an alternate. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean like 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 you're talking 40 years from now, like almost 40 years. <laughs> um well, like I said, I wanna... 2049 you said I, I want to say North Korea, but I always thought it was China. Uh, Thirty-three years, thirty years right now, North Korea is going to come a superpower. They're going to start to manufacture things out to, and bring it to the U.S. And we're that desperate that we're like buying North Korean. <laughs> I, look, um, let me just see. Um, who made the scam? Uh, hold on here. <laughs> who's, who's who's the maker of this game? I need to know now. Who published this game? Uh, Deep Silver for Linux. Um, uh, oh, Dan Buster Studios and published by Deep Silver. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can get the... Um, yeah, it's it's the years... I'm sorry, here it is. The Homefront Revolutionary is set in an alternate reality. Okay. In 2029, four years into the North Korean invasion of the United States. Philadelphia is under occupation by the KPA... The new, uh, the new Philadelphia is a heavily policed and oppressed environment with civilians living in fear as the Korean, Koreans People Army patrol multiple districts in the city. In the city, a second rebellion is brewing and the resistance groups grow stronger, being led by Jack Parrish, the resistance leader, and youngest member of the resistance, Ethan Birdie Brady. The story follows Ethan and the new resistance group, CELS, led by Dana Moore, as they attempt to retake Philadelphia. Okay. So there that's that's the plot. Wow. <clears throat> um development, here you go. Uh development previous installment Chaos Studio was closed by see, okay. Despite the mixed reviews received by Homefront, the first one, THQ um confirmed that a sequel to Homefront was in development. The developer of the previous installment, Chaos Studio, was closed by THQ in June of 2011. Okay. As part of a corporate reorganization, while THQ originally stated the future work on the franchise would be assumed by THQ's Montreal Studios, it was later announced that the game would be developed by Crytek UK instead. The fate of the game was left unclear, however, after THQ filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in 2012, THQ would, in January 2013, begin the process of selling its assets and intellectual properties at auction. Crytek would acquire the rights to the franchise... For $544,218, U.S. dollars. Okay. Along with its official title, Homefront the Revolution, and the projected release date of 2015, it was also announced in 2014 at EA that Deep Silver, who has acquired the properties from THQ in the bankruptcy au- auction, would co-publish a game with Crytek. 
So, I mean, that, it, wow. So it sounds like here's a game that probably shouldn't have been made, or if it was, if all the shit didn't happen with this company, it probably would have been a better game, or the the hiccups that are in it would have been smoothed out. It seems to be like I started a game, and then I was like, you know what, I lost the rights to make this game, and then you buy the game, and you build upon what was already given to you, rather than go back and start start a game from scratch. It, yeah, because you don't want to. You don't want to delay the game further by rebuilding it right. from scratch. It takes it'll take probably like another year in development. So we probably would have been looking at twenty probably twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen for this release date. And they'd be like, We gotta get a game out now. Like I mean, I don't unless they develop a lot of games. I've never heard of these guys before. Um I think it doesn't look like Well it says here, uh <clears throat> excuse me. Um Crytek Designers Fasshat Salim commented that when Crytek acquired the IP, all of a sudden we had the freedom to take this game wherever we wanted. Under the auspicious of THQ, the game was designed with a linear format. Under Crytek's involvement, the game was changed to use an open-world structure. The revolution is set in Philadelphia. Solomon noted the city is more recognizable and relatable location than the small western city of Montrose, Colorado, used as the setting of Homefront but that players will still be able to tell that something's not right, given an, an alien feeling. Okay, so maybe that I do feel like it's not quite Philadelphia. Yeah. So, uh, all right, especially if it's an alternate reality. Right. Uh, all right. Comes across pretty well. Actions taken by the player between missions, such as disrupting the acts of the KPA or and or killing its members, will increase the prominence of the resistance activities in the city, which can be used to distract enemies, Events will occur across the city throughout the game. Uh, concurrently with story missions, Salim explained that if you're in the middle of a mission and all of a sudden you find yourself in a heated skirmish between the Resistance and the KPA, that's just happening. You can join that if you want to, or you can use that to your advantage. Development of the game was affected by financial issues at Crycheck in June 2014. Report service that the company had missed wage payments and withheld bonuses for Crycheck UK staff members, and as a result, a number of employees have filed grievances and refused to report to work, and a number of employees, including Homefront Director had, um, Hazit Zala, had left the company entirely. After knowing that there was issues, Crytek later admitted on the 25th of July, 2014, that there was a, quote-unquote, transitional phase. <laughs> <laughs> as it secured capital for future product projects with a particular focus on online gaming. <laughs> wow. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, so, and then on um, July 30th of 2014, so this was two years ago, obviously, Crytek announced that due to an inter- quote, unquote, internal restructuring, it would sell the home front intellectual property to Koch Media parent company, Deep Silver. Developmental development duties for Homefront Revolution were assumed by the newly formed Dan Buster Studios in Nottingham to comply with the British business transfer law. All Crytek UK employees were transferred to this new subsidizery. On the acquisition, Koch Media CEO uh, stated that the company strongly believes in potential of Homefront Revolution and trust in this, the new team to continue the path they've been walking in the last years. And then March 2015, they announced that the game had been delayed until 2016 to ensure that the development staff would have, quote-unquote, every opportunity to turn it into a best-selling title. 
Wow. At GamersCon wow. 2015, the game's multiplayer beta was announced. It was released for the Xbox One in late 2015. A closed beta for the game has been set to release for Xbox One for 2016. So, uh, wow. I think that six is uh, way generous there, uh, Sean. I, yeah. I, I think you... Uh, I think you uh, I'm being kind. Very, very kind on this. Hold on for a second. I'm going to say reception has received mixed to average reviews according to video game review aggregator Metacritic. Here's 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 where they are, okay? GameSpot gives it 5 out of 10. Okay. IGN, 5 out of 10. Uh-huh. PC Gamer gives it a 59 out of 100. Okay. Polygon gives it a 6 out of 10. Uh-huh. And VideoGamer.com, 6 out of 10. So I was actually kind of on par with everybody else. <laughs> you may think I was generous, but... I think you're generous. I mean, you know, these... These guys see games all the time. I mean, I know you watch, I know you play a lot of games. Uh, I mean, for an average gamer. Yeah, I would say I'm average. Yeah. I think you're a little be- above average, to be honest. Yeah, well. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, that's a whole other conversation for another day. Yeah. But, the, but the the idea of this, I mean, you, you say alternate reality, and it's like, yeah, but you know what? For people who, you, you, if you really want to develop a game for a city, you know, and you throw that name out there, then it becomes, well, where's this? Where's that? I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, it's an alternate reality, but still there's some kind of reality that it's based in Philadelphia. Right. It's not all of a sudden, like, there, are no, there is no Independence Hall. There is no... That's actually a really good point. Like, you'd think that if an alternate reality, why wouldn't the Art Museum still be there? Right. Why wouldn't the City Hall still be there unless it was demolished? Okay, fine, but at least have... The rumbling. Like, the, the, the... A cut scene showing the, the destruction of those landmarks. Yeah. To at least kind of go, oh, okay, I'm never going to see Independence Hall because the KPA blew, blew it up. up. Right. But if you don't mention it, I should expect, why isn't it there? Like, right. What kind of, is it an alternate reality where the America that we know didn't happen as we know it? Like, they don't give you any, right. no clue. I mean, to me, the, the alternate reality of the fact <clears throat> is that North Korea is now a superpower right. that can, you know, bail us out of, of, a, of a jail, right. which is ridiculous in its own right. Like, to me, it's just like, somebody's buying this? Like, let's- well, again, alternate reality where it's like, it's a different timeline, but I, I do see your point. You know? I mean, there's still some similarities that are here, yeah. here that should be there. Like, I'm willing to kind of forego the craziness of okay, North Korea being the one who bails us out. But like we said, there should still be at least have the landmarks to make you still feel like you are in Philadelphia. Like right. if you're willing to kind of go, Philadelphia is a notable city, not kind of, not this, you know, backwaters city in Colorado as mm. the first home front was, then you need to have iconic landmarks that if everyone knows what Philadelphia looks like just by the landscape, yeah, it should be there. Right. Like Liberty, just having Liberty one does not make it Philadelphia. Right. Now, I mean, I didn't see the Comcast building. I think that should have been in the sky. I didn't see it. Like, it's, you can see it in the skyline. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not there. And it's like, well, okay, maybe Comcast wasn't made. All right, whatever. But I, that still to me is like, an alternate reality doesn't have to be that alternate. It could be reality just slightly askewed. Right. You know, I mean, there's still historical landmarks. I mean, like, the, the Comcast building is like, all right, they never built it. Yeah. All right, fine. That's an alternate reality. But the, the historical things of what made this country what it is, right? You know, where's the Liberty Bell? You know, right. like, like like that was there. You know, when they announced the Declaration of Independence, they rang that bell. Uh-huh. Like like that's the point of why you picked this city. You yeah, know, because of the iconic landmarks of the historical value of them. Yeah, and then not see them in the game. It's like, oh, but it's an alternate reality. Well, you're not. But 
you picked Philadelphia for a reason. Right. Throw those things in. It just seems to be like, obviously, everyone was over in Europe, and they're like, no, we don't like the Americans, so we're just going to fuck it up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so take that for what it's, what it's worth. But next week, I'm definitely going to be reviewing Overwatch. All right. Overwatch. But in the meantime, what's happened in the world of news, Ed? Well, I'm glad you asked. Last we left you, we were talking about cancellations of TV shows. Yeah, it was a bloodbath last so, week. So, of course, one of the big articles that we were discussing last week about <clears throat> Supergirl, where it was headed right. and where it was going, and I found out the reason why they moved it to the CW. I'm going to say cash. No. Really? No. Actually, no. Believe it or not, it's not. The reason why is is because uh, Les Moonves... Les Moonves, yeah. Okay. Uh, has said that the season one had an average of a 2.4 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic with 10 million viewers, which for CBS is low. Well, okay, yeah, but also I'm going to say CBS is the NCIS channel where their viewership for that show isn't that sweet 18 to 34 range. It's more of my range, your range, my dad's range. It's, yeah. Definitely 35 and older. Right. For a show that's been on for 13 years. So CBS isn't known for their 18 to 24 year old shows. I mean, unless you want to count Big Bang Theory, but who the fuck does? You can do it in the comedy setting, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate. That audience is going to translate to uh, uh, Supergirl. A, a Supergirl. Right. You know, all right. So, but they did say that the fact is that the CDPU turned down CW. the offer. Yeah that they would have probably had season two on CBS. Oh, okay. So Les was like, well, we were going to go to, it's it's a little expensive for us, and it's not really getting the ratings that we want. We were going to do a uh, season two, but we figured, hey, CW, you kind of want to take this for us? I mean, they, they both own, they both. CBS owns both, both channels. channels yeah. Right. So it's it's not a, a, a major thing, but the, uh, the idea of the fact is, is that the Supergirl, what they were getting in ratings, would have done a lot better at the CW market versus the CBS market. That's what they were right. kind of getting at. Okay, I get, I get that. Sure, but again, it also stresses the point that the big three networks really don't know how to handle, t- you know, superhero shows. Right. I mean, with out, with the offset of Agents of Shield, I I single out Agents of Shield specifically because it's owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. So Disney can hand, kind of do whatever the fuck they want to do because they own that channel and they own that show. Right. CBS doesn't own Warner. Warner Brothers doesn't own CBS. They kind of like bought the like, hey, here's the rights. Here's the rights to the show. We want to make a show out of it. They got to sell it around like to everybody else. Right. Um. So I guess I kind of, but you know, they 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 it was I think ABC fucked up Constantine. No, uh, NBC. NBC. Okay, yeah. NBC didn't know how to do, how to do Constantine. Right. CBS. Knows how to do Supergirl, but they don't want to shell out the cash because if it's $3 million an episode, you know, roughly, and you're not getting the advertising dollars and it's not cost effective, but yet you are, you're also the channel that has the number one rated show in the world by NCIS. So that money that that show makes could easily offset the $2.5 million an episode. Right. You'd, you'd think. You would think. Uh, but going to the CW, it, it's it's good. It's got cons and pros and cons of that one too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah. So that means that the CW will now be like superhero channel. They might as well just change their logo to like a, a CW and a Shield. 
<laughs> you know, like welcome to the CW, the home of the superheroes. Right. You know, because every show they they now outside of Agents of Shield and Gotham, if it's a DC property, it's on CW. They might as well just call it the DC Channel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, um, brothers might buy it. Um. He, okay. Well. Uh, do you have the follow-up? Because my... I don't know. Thing, no, I don't have a follow-up. you have a follow-up? Well, I'm kind of curious about the whole Calista Flockhart thing. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, you didn't grab that one? No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't see it, so I didn't grab it. Oh, okay. Because you posted it on our Facebook page. Did I? Yeah. Did I? <laughs> right? now? Yeah, did that's I why. That? Wait, 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 wait. When did I do that? Let's see. Let's go back here. Back, back, back. Right down, 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 down. That was a good joke. was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> there's a meme that was you gotta you gotta go to our facebook page geeks of radio give us a like and take a look at our page there uh no i don't see it oh you know what because i think you posted it on my personal page no I, I sent it to you as a as a as a private message oh okay yes so you knew about the article <laughs> but didn't do anything with it i thought you were saving it for the show no I, it- I figured i you we we had a discussion if people who don't know of course, we all we do talk <laughs> off air. We don't just talk all while these mics are on. We, we do yeah, have conversations. Soon, as soon as these mics go off, I don't talk to you. I just we just I just drive you home and just kick you out and we just go. <laughs> right? You know? No, we 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 were we was I think it was Thursday we were talking Probably, about yeah yeah and and uh, one of the main drives for you for Supergirl I, is close to Foxhart's character. I love her. She to me steals the show. Every episode. Yes. When I do watch it, she's just like awesome. Now that the show's going to CW, like, are they bringing everybody with them? But according to the article that you sent me, they're not sure about Calista Flockhart because the show originally was being filmed in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. where she lives. But now because it's going to the CW, chances are because of production costs, bring down production costs. It's going to move to Vancouver, yeah. Where Supernatural gets filmed, for the Flash, Arrow, pretty much all CW is filmed in Vancouver, right? So they might move the show to Vancouver to bring the cost down. The problem is, though, Calista Flockhart might not be going to Vancouver to film the show, right? So it becomes like you might lose the key, my favorite character of the show. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'm sure they might work out a deal somehow, and yeah. maybe they can film her parts in Los Angeles. And you know, I mean, we live in a digital age, so she can, with the right editing, you could probably have her still on the show. I, I mean, I I can't see why why the CW, if, if if I mean, if they do put her in a limited capacity, buy her, sell her buy her a plane ticket to Vancouver and shoot for a week or whatever. Well, to- you know, I would agree, but it could just be her. She could just be like, I don't want to go to, you know, she could just say, well, I don't want to go to Vancouver to do the show. Like, right. Maybe the show isn't worth, like the money that she gets paid to do the show might not be enough for her to go to Vancouver. Bring, bring the bring the bring that value right back up to that two point four because most of it's her her paycheck. To, right. To, to- you know who I am? I'm Ali fucking McBeal. <laughs> You know who I'm married to? Han fucking Solo. If you want Ali's, if you want Ali Solo in your show, you gotta pay. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> but so true. If you <laughs> if you want Han McBeal, you gotta pay for Han McBeal. <laughs> you want all all this sass ain't cheap, honey? Because. <laughs> 
I, but I mean, like, you know what? If she wants a fucking million dollars an episode, you fucking pay her a million dollars an episode because she is steals it every time she's on screen. And I, you know, so. <laughs> All right, well, we'll guess we'll find out when, you know, when the CW starts, if if we'll keep you posted. Yeah, that's right. You'll know when we know, you'll know. Right. Okay, what else is the news? Uh, well, you know, we're, we talked about Ready Player One in the past. Yeah, I read the book. They're supposed to make a movie. Spielberg's supposed to make a movie yep. out of it. And uh, they're actually working on it where you could be involved. Me? In Ready, right, or, or you, Me? Or, you or, or anybody, really. No, that's oh, you. I thought you were like, no, Sean, here's your chance. <laughs> I could be a part of that? Yes, you could. They're looking for, for avatars uh, to have on a screen, and they're looking for five of them. So they're having a contest for players to come up with avatars, and the best ones will be selected and put into the movie. Okay. <clears throat> but who wants to be an avatar, an overweight middle-aged white guy? <laughs> well, you would you would have like a like you know like like the avatar you have <coughs> on your on your PS4. What is it? Okay. What, are you, what is your picture that you usually have? Or? Right now, it's Batman smoking a cigarette. Hey. Okay. <laughs> So I mean, like I think I don't think they want you to have Batman smoking a cigarette as as your avatar. But like, if you were creative well, you know, enough, like when I was in Second Life, I had an avatar where he walked, he talked, he right. moved, he looked a certain way. So they 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 want to kind of I think basically I think it's the picture avatar because I think it's it's going to be like a scoreboard of like high scores. You're going to see an image and a and, gotcha, gotcha, and gotcha, your, gotcha, your gotcha. code name or your tag name, right? That's that's the the five that's Sean R five ten, and it'll be my smoke my Batman smoking a cigarette. Yeah. So they, they, there's a contest. We just posted the link both on our Twitter page at Geeksters and our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. Go follow the article and uh, good luck. And give us a like too, I read. Yes. And um, if and if you if you make it, let us know because we'd really like. If you make it, if you make it on the on the iPhone, you have to. I'm begging you. Your avatar's name's got to be like Geeksters One. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if you could incorporate it somehow if you got if you got lucky enough to be in that movie because you listen to this stupid show you, you do us a solid <laughs> <laughs> put us in the credits at least or, thanks to geeksters for telling me about this contest or, or something hey, like i won and i wanted thanks to geekstersradio.com go check them out or you have your picture that you want in and, and your screen name geeksters radio words with geeks.com yeah <laughs> 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 all right well good luck i might have to enter that all right all right what else you got harley quinn which one the new one with margot robbie okay uh apparently she's gonna get her own movie uh, uh. <laughs> do you want to do you want to elaborate on that groan before i um, continue or just want to uh okay why don't you just just uh, let me just take this bad news First, and then give my reaction. <laughs> okay. If you hear me go, <laughs> Okay, so uh, apparently cor- cor- during the development of this film, Mario you say, Rob- You can say Suicide Squad, you know. Okay, Suicide Squad. <laughs> uh, I don't I didn't really want to talk about that. But anyway, <laughs> that's, not, that's not the port. Okay. Because I know what it's going to be. All right. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Right, so I mean, I, 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 I could be wrong. Right. I doubt it, but I could be wrong. Well, continue on with your article. But anyway, uh, she put so much time and energy into researching 
Harley Quinn. She read a lot of the comic books. She, she. <laughs> All right, I'm starting to get annoyed. Go ahead, keep going. She watched a lot of the, you know, like any appearance that the Harley Quinn was sure, in, sure. she was there watching it. That she was so excited that when in development she talked about to Warner Brothers about her own movie, and before even Suicide Squad comes out, and how we think of what she's going to be on the big screen, they okayed it. Okay, well that's that's part of my problem. Um, first of all, I'm going to say this: if you did all this fucking research, yeah, that's the outfit you fucking settled on. <laughs> I'm just saying, you look like a reject out of Hot Topic. Okay, I guarantee you right now, there's a Hot Topic that's selling a shirt that says Daddy's Little Monster on it. <laughs> all right? Yeah. So, out of all, okay, now I can, you don't have to go with the Harley Quinn outfit. Right. But she's had, so you could have gone with the Roller Girl outfit that's in the new 52. Mm-hmm. You could have gone with the Arkham Knight, you know, Arkham City look. Which is really popular, yeah. You know, which is, you know, you could have done anything. Yes. Yeah. Like, you could have, you, if you really felt like this character that you did all this research on, the moment someone walked in with that jacket and that shirt and this look, you didn't once go, no, I want to do this with my character because you're paying me to be this character? Like, what is she going to do? Like, uh, do this and then go do her own? First of all, here's a hint, Warner Brothers. Why don't you fucking wait until a movie gets released to see how it fucking plays before you start talking about spinoffs and shit? Because I do believe that, oh, Batman v Superman is going to make a billion dollars. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to launch our whole universe. And because it didn't make as much money, you went... Shit, now we've already committed to these movies, so now we got to cut the budget on other movies outside of here. And, well, what do you mean our director from the Flash movie quit? What do you mean the director from the Aquaman movie is kind of on the fence about staying? Let's throw him some more money to keep him around because we got to schedule a meet. The, you know how much shit's right? Like, you don't know how Suicide Squad's going to play. Like, I did see an article today, actually, ironically enough, yeah. that there were certain screenings of the movie already. Mm-hmm. And the fan reaction, there was, they had, this article had like six positive, like, oh my God, this is the movie. I, it, was, it was amazing. It was awesome. You had six out of a packed theater. Where's the other ones? Yeah. Like, where's, where's the, the rest of them? Where's the people go, oh my God, this is shit. Or, oh my God, this was as bad as I thought it would be. It was all, oh, Margot Robbie's awesome. It's yay. And someone's like, um, Jared Leto's Joker was appropriate for this movie. It was great. Like, <laughs> I'm like, and actually, that was said sarcastically, but the way they worded it, it was like right. excited. Yeah. I'm just saying. It was a, Jared Leto's Joker was appropriate for this movie because it was shit. Like, I, they, they, they scratched out this shit like, I just kind of feel like you grabbed the really positive ones of people who don't read Suicide Squad, who don't know anything about Harley Quinn or the Joker or anything like that. You got the average Joe Schmo guy going, comic book movie, I'll watch that. Oh, I learned all my comic book knowledge from Batman by watching the Dark Knight trilogy. You know, <laughs> like, I never once picked up a comic book, but this, I, this is my religion now. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I just why don't you just wait until the movie is successful or that it gets good reviews or when it starts to make money, then look in it because if no one's going to go see your movie, what's the point of having characters from that movie in their own movie? Mm-hmm. You know, because you're just kind of guaranteeing like 
Oh, look, no one liked the Harley Quinn. Now we're committed to making a Harley Quinn movie. Shit. Because they're also saying that she's not going to have really, it's not really a standalone movie, but it's going to be an ensemble cast with Black Canary, Poison Ivy, and Batgirl. Oh, so Bur- Birds of Prey. If that's what they're kind of etching yeah, around. Yeah, sure will. Around on that. Sure will. But that's not, uh, that's not confirmed. Don't hold your breath, kids. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm saying she might be phenomenal as Harley Quinn. I do see they're more going with the bubble-headed bimbo kind of feel mm-hmm. rather than the crazy, psychotic, smart chick kind of approach, but... Maybe that's just the way the trailer's cut. So I'm still willing to give it a shot. I don't know how. I guess, you know, just we'll wait until August and then you'll, you'll listen to us live and, and they just kind of go, oh, my God, it was amazing. Or, oh, my God, it was horrible. Like, <laughs> either way. All right, what else uh, you got there in the news, Ed? Well, I'm going to, I, you know, I was going to go with this one article, but I, I don't feel the, feel the, the love for it. So I'm going to move on to this other article. Well, well, you can't do that. Give me the headline. No, no, I'm, I'm going to move on. I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to oh, get okay. back because I don't think it's as exciting as this one. I'm going to bring because this is one we talked about earlier that we mentioned that I said I would bring this up later in the show, and I'm going to bring it up right now about Captain America. Okay. Civil War. Okay. Captain America, as of Friday. Okay. Friday. Friday, Friday being the nineteenth. That is the twentieth. Twentieth. Okay. Friday the twentieth. It, it was the highest grossing movie of 2016. Okay, we're only five months in. But okay, and there's because they said that Zootopia was nine hundred and seventy nine hundred seventy four point two million dollars, and it's 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 way surpassed that. So they're saying um, it's by saying way it's hit the billion dollar mark. It's well, actually, at this weekend it has it, it has over over a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was a couple million short uh, as of Friday, and then of course this weekend really. Really put it Push, over the one billion dollar yeah, mark. Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, well, how do you feel about that, Ed? I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. You know, because again, I, I think people who saw Batman v Superman, like, because I think we talked about last week where like people were like might have been confused of why like certain movies because they. Did we bring that up? I don't remember now. Like, I don't know. Why because we have so many conversations. How, this is, this how is... about you start with a, a cohesive thought and let's work from there? <laughs> I've never had a cohesive <laughs> thought in my life. Why start now? Okay. But the idea was we had a conversation was we were talking about people who saw Batman v Superman were confused because they couldn't differentiate between DC and Marvel. And that's why <laughs> they felt that DC's movie or Marvel's movie wasn't doing as well as they projected. It was just Captain America Civil War. And they, they, they thought that it would have made a billion dollars way like earlier, like over a week ago. Okay, okay. So what you're saying is because the theme of both movies are very parallel, two heroes fighting over something yes. or fighting each other, it, because of that, that slim parallel. Yeah, we didn't talk about this because it was some expert that we've never heard of was saying the fact that people, the reason why people were confused by this is because they didn't know the difference between Marvel and DC. And my argument was, I think people are that smart. Like I, I, I think at this point now, people know who's who. Right. I mean, the moment you sit down, Marvel makes it clear as day that you're watching a Marvel movie. Yes. Or at least Marvel's name's attached to it, because it's there in big red and white letters. Yes. And it's got that... Yeah. Of the comic book flipping through pages as it says Marvel. DC's got this D that's kind of saggy... 
you know, <laughs> to form the sea. And it, it's always gray and dark and moody. Yes. Where Marvel's like, hey, look at us. We're bright, shiny, and red. And DC's all like, look at us. We're DC. I'm just going to go down my basement and cut my wrists. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. I, I, just, I mean, I... Like, okay, I, I think it's a thin... I think it's one of those um, people who... Oh, I have an opinion, and my opinion's this, and you should listen to me because you don't know who I am, and I have a, three letters attached to my name, so I'm much smarter than you. I've never seen these movies, but I know more than you, so therefore... <laughs> what? I just, I, it's, it comes down to I think the guy who no one's ever heard of has an opinion because he likes to serve shit. Yeah. It'd be me like saying, oh, I think Marvel movies are better than DC movies, and here's why, because they make more money. You know, or I can go flip it around and go, oh, the reason why Marvel makes all that money is because Disney pays off all those critics to make their movies look better. Civil War was boring and shit. Oh, what do you mean? Why he killed my mom? Why? <laughs> you know, why is that so much better than our my mom's bill being named Martha? Like, well, cause number one, these guys just met. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah, Batman and Superman have the same mom spoiler by the way <laughs> I'm thinking at this point no either A as everyone knows or B no one cares yes right it's they just met and because your mom's name's Martha we're gonna stop fighting yeah where in Civil War it's I'm fighting you because this guy fucking killed my mom <laughs> you know he's my friend we were too we had fucking 12 movies to bond yes like <laughs> <laughs> We didn't just meet. We didn't. It's not like I was like, hey, I'm Cab. Hey, I'm Iron Man. Let's fight. You know, it was. We, 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 were, at, we were at Starbucks. You ordered a caramel latte. I ordered a caramel latte. And it was kismet. kismet. <laughs> you know, no, this was, we had, you know, we had shawarma after saving all of New York. And you were frozen. And I was kind of frozen. And because I had to think in my heart. And, you know, kind of, it was tough. I had to hit that frozen piece of metal that. The electric magnet was dandling. It was there something, you know? You know? Your buddy, Bucky, he was frozen too. I get it. But come on. we there's, there's You had enough movies to have a bond between Iron Man and Captain America. You can see that they may not always get along, but they were, to, they were buddies. They were right. friends. They were brothers in arms. Yes. And that when that rip happens in Civil War, you feel for both of them. Mm -hmm. Neither one was right. Neither one was wrong. Then you have Batman v Superman. It's like, oh, I don't like you because you're an alien. Ooh. And, well, I don't like you because you're mean to people. Ooh. Let's fight. Um, wait, your mom's name's Martha? My mom's Mar Besties. <laughs> like, let's be super friends. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, uh, it just kind of fell apart, and I, I just... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, let's move on. Let's move on. All right, all right, all right. Well, you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad we're moving on, because this next few articles, I'm, I, I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. I'm going to just go tell you the stories. Are they all related? Yes. Okay, fine, so just bang out the headlines. Okay. Uh, we're... I'm, I'm going to first little little build, and then I'm going to go right into, okay. right into the thing. Apparently, 
the the new thing in Hollywood now is not only like resurgence of of, of old movies and redoing them kind of thing. It's taking video games and making them into movies. Okay, case in point, there's Warcraft coming out in June. Right. Which is basically We had the Ratchet and Clank that just came out last right. month. And they're talking up and uh, at the end of the year we're gonna have Assassin's Creed. Right, right, with right. Fassbender. Well apparently And we had Pixels. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, well I mean, you know the, recently they decided to go Hey, you know what's an untapped market? Video games. Right. All right. So the first two games that we're going to talk about is Atari games. Oh, okay. This is not even the worst of it yet, but we're, we're, we're going to get to that. Apparently. Limpong the movie. It's going to be the first two choices out of the gate. Breakout and tennis. <laughs> I'm going to say Pitfall. Nope. Not even Pitfall. Well, Pitfall is an Activision game. Okay. Yeah. All right, what Atari games? Missile Command and Centipede. <laughs> um, uh, okay, you know what? You know what? Hold on. <laughs> Centipede, if done right, sure. Giant monster movie. Mm. All right. Um, all right, Centipede, but okay. Missile Command. Uh, okay, I mean, you can loosely base a plot line around the video game. You know, you're you're part of a team uh, that helps protect the planet, and that planet gets invaded, and you are a commander in an army, or armed force type things, and your thing is missiles. So you command missiles, hence missile commander. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, yeah, I, you know, they don't get really this. All they're telling us now is is that. Uh, Atari has partnered, or you know, has turned the Missile Command Centipede into movies. Reporting, uh, deadlines reporting this. It's Emmett Furler Oasis Films. Now, this production company is responsible for Two Guns with Mark Wahlberg and Lone Survivor. Okay, uh, Lone Survivor was a good movie. I didn't see it, but I heard lots of good things. I liked Two Guns, so uh, okay, okay. So there, there. That's the 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 two the two properties they wanted to start with, making films for. And look, if they can make Battleship the movie, sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, uh, who knows? It could spark something if done right. Maybe I mean, what do you call it? The Rock's trying to get Rampage the movie going. So, uh, all right, you know what? I, let's just see where it goes. All I, right. What else? What else is? I get a feeling this is going to build up me from going, eh, let's just give it a chance to me, like, going, oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? You mentioned Super Mario Brothers. Yes, I did. <laughs> that was a mistake. Why? <laughs> no. Oh, just because no one should ever mention Super Mario Brothers, the movie. <laughs> Apparently, no. Nintendo is getting back into the movie business. <sighs> They're going to self-finance their own movies. <laughs> <laughs> of course, because they self-finance their own games. <laughs> There's never they, they don't like outside people touching their stuff. It was revealed that Nintendo reconsidered their stance on adaptations of their video game characters. What what games do they possibly have that can warrant a movie outside of the Legend of Zelda? <laughs> and even that's been done. They're not. It's called Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> It's called any, what we call medieval adventure ever. 
Of course, with the 1993 disastrous Super Mario Brothers movie, oh, they're no not callback. they're not doing the the live action genre. It's all going to be animated. Um. Okay. You know what? You got the Final Fantasy movies that are good. So, all right, fine. Um. What else does the article say? Because I get a feeling it's going to go downhill. <laughs> it it does. Pretty much. That's pretty much it. They they they're excited about it. Uh, their intellectual prize they're really looking forward to is doing Mar- um, uh, Mario, Zelda, Star Fox, of course. Donkey Kong, and the creator of those characters, Shiguri Miyamoto. Sorry if I butchered your name. I know he listens. listens right. Yeah, he <laughs> he might, because somebody, somebody, someone's talking about Nintendo. <laughs> somebody's downloading in Japan. Right. Some of these shows. Could be him. <laughs> I wonder if they say something about me. <laughs> <laughs> I must listen to this key stars. <laughs> All right. Uh, but he will be involved to make sure that these properties will be shown in a good light. Uh, Basically. Uh, Yoshi, the movie. <laughs> like, that is, to me, that's still not the worst of this. You know what? I would say, you know what? How about this, Nintendo? How about do, and I, I've never been a fan of this property, but this, tell me this wouldn't make a gazillion dollars. Uh, a live-action Pokemon movie. Wow. Like, they have the animated cartoon. That, obviously, hence it's animated. Yeah. The animated show. The video games, which there's another one coming out soon called you know, Sun and Moon. Because apparently they can never choose just one fucking game. They always got to do Alpha Sapphire, Omega Ruby, Sun and Moon. They always have to do two games at the exact same time. Because... They have special characters that you can only get in those games. So they sucker people into buying a game twice. Mm-hmm. Why not just do a live-action Pokemon? I mean... I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, it just seems to be kind of like a no-brainer at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, make it kind of kind of Street Fighter-esque. You yeah. know, you got the kid. He goes around you know, going after the Pokemon, starts capturing them all. It becomes like a... Is it like... A, wacky kind of adventure with high high octane fight scenes with animated computer animated characters humor involved mm-hmm. there's there's already a foe in there and you know it's like I don't know I, I mean I personally like I said I'm not a fan of the property but I could definitely see that kind of making money like making gobs of money yeah uh, whatever. Go ahead. Whatever. What's the, what's the biggest offender to you out of this? Out of these three? Out of every video game that you could think of, other besides Angry Birds, uh-huh. what would be the worst idea of a video game movie that you could Pong. think of? Pong. <laughs> 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 All right. I. That's not. The <laughs> Actually, I could see that movie being made. Breakout. <laughs> Anything where it's you, a paddle, and a ball. <laughs> All right. Well. It's not not none of those movies, but apparently China is getting into the movies business as well. (laughs) All right, and they're going to make you ready. I'm I'm sitting down, Ed. Tetris the movie. (laughs) 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 Please tell me it's a porn parody. (laughs) No, it's not. (sighs) Chinese. Media mogul Bruno Wu and producer Larry Kazanoff have unveiled their a new joint venture called Threshold Global Studios to develop and finance film products in the worldwide market. 
All right. Their first release will be an $80 million film adaptation. $80 million for fucking Tetris? Adaptation of the iconic video game Tetris. What's the that fucking original- plot? It's, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This has gotta be. Is this? Did you get this article from The Onion? No, comingsoon.net. I, I need references. I, this can't be real. It just can't be. How the fuck are they gonna make a Tetris movie? It's not like there's characters, they're fucking blocks. Like, look out, Steve, move a little to the left. I'm coming in. Like, hey, guys, we match all up. If we work together as a team and make five rows. Four. Well, dis- four? Yeah. All right. If we make four rows, we disappear into another dimension, into a happier place. Oh, no. Bob shimmied a little to the left, and now his staircase is pointing off the square brick. What are we going to do with that empty space? Oh, no. We just have to build, you sons of bitches. Build. <laughs> All while this is going. Dum, 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 dum. You know, like, <laughs> no. We can't get to the top. We can't get to the top. Bring out Slim. <laughs> <laughs> and they just shove his skinny ass in a slide. And, <laughs> and they just disappear into a happier place. Is there a plot to this movie, or is it just <laughs> Tetris the movie? Oh, it's just Tetris the movie. The film is being held as an epic sci-fi thriller. <laughs> Tetris in space! <laughs> Partners say that the official Chinese-U.S. co-production with a Western and Chinese ensembled cast shootings expect place take place in China in 2017. So, so be on look out for Tetris the movie next year. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, coming to you Christmas twenty seventeen, Tetris the movie. I, I, uh, it's going to be Star Wars. It's, <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to. I just feeling it's going to be. We call it Last Starfighter in kind of plot line. Look, you're the Tetris Ace. We need you to save our town. Well, our town was ravaged by marauders we have to rebuild our city and only you can do it in this speed that's amounted to in the allotted time we need you to build up our walls to save us from the impending army stick, 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 stick. you got a t-piece there's a t-piece how about a block how about give me like four blocks that's all i'm asking for and i'm good only problem is every time i put them together and make a solid unit they disappear how the fuck am i supposed to do this every time i do a wall it disappears. Where does it go? And then he gets trapped in. He finds out it's a whole alternate universe where all the pieces talk. <laughs> What's up, Steve? What's up, Bill? <laughs> I, all right. I, well, Kasanoff uh, and Wolf jointly said to Tetra, Tetris is the most one of the most recognized video game franchises of all time, and it's a perfect tri- project for this, this strategy. Kasanoff, who also produces Mortal Kombat, for our debut oh, project, God. Threshold Global Studios will bring one of the most beloved cross-generational gaming bands, brands, sorry, in the world onto the big screen. Look, Tic-Tac-Toe is universally known. You don't see Tic-Tac-Toe the movie. <laughs> well, it was used in, in World, World War Games. Games, but it wasn't 
tic-tac-toe the movie. It was war games. And the best way to play is, the best way to win is not to play. We all learned that lesson. But, okay, you know what? How about this one? Rock, paper, scissors, the movie. Yo. Know? <laughs> and then the sequel, rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. <laughs> I don't. Uh, <sighs> when the Tedgers movie comes out, we're going to have to see it, though. Yes. I just I can just go. <laughs> Really? That's the plot? I'm like, just, I, all, all I've seen is like two hours of somebody playing Tetris. I, I would think that someone plays Tetris gets the ultimate high score and then they're propelled into an ultimate universe where they're, their building skills are needed to save the world. Like, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm so in. I, 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 just, I don't... I, I don't know if it's i'm just like lost for words really to to visualize what this is going to be i i, I don't know but that is all the video game news i have wow okay you got any uh, one more article there one more article I, yeah this, this one's a biggie i figured I'll, I'll save the best for last okay kevin smith yes he is now so i gotta find it first <laughs> oh, i put all these pages there we go here we go i found it he, you know, he directed an episode of Flash. Yes, you, don't, you, you do know. Yes, I knew. Yeah. Okay. Well, he just revealed on his uh, podcast, uh, Hollywood Babylon, that he's also working on some three different projects uh, um, that that's that he's going to do, and one of them is one of his favorite MGM films. Okay, I know what it is, so you might as well not even ask me to kind of guess. Just continue on. It's Buckaroo Banzai. I'm just. I'm also. Yeah, it's, it's 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 Buckaroo Banzai, and a lot of people are going, who? Yes, apparently the 1987, I think. Uh, I'm trying to find it here real quick. I just lost. Uh, 86. 86. Was it 86? Oh, you were you didn't know? I was guessing you were the one with the article. I'm looking here. You're you're. Like, you're like apparently the 19 as if you saw it somewhere. 1984 there 1984 alright of course the stars included John Lithgow Clancy, uh, Clancy Brown Jeff Goldblum Christopher Lloyd and of course Peter Weller as the title character <sighs> this is one of his apparently one of Kevin Smith's favorite movies he says yeah. this is this is where all the my wacky shit ideas come up from it was, okay. it was based, like, inspired by this I, movie. I, I heard the podcast, so I, I know the story that you're bringing to the table. Okay. So just – do you need me to jump in? Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, he was a big fan of Buckaroo Banzai, and according to what he said was that he was ta- – because of the episode of Flash that he directed, mm-hmm. apparently has opened doors to things he's never thought possible. Mm-hmm. Because it's being well received, the and and because he did such a good job directing, other people are going, oh well, he can do TV, as if they forget that he's involved in comic book men <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> so he was he was went to a meeting and they were like, you know, we think since you kind of know about comic books and all this stuff, and again, the because of how well you do with Flash and you seem to be passionate about this, we're thinking about, we're thinking about making what would you do? We're thinking about making Buckaroo Banzai. A series? Mm. Would you be interested? And he's like, hell yeah, because I love that show, that movie, and it spawns back to when there was like um, an anniversary of Buckaroo, Buckaroo Banzai. Mm-hmm. He came out to kind of do like a, the kind of moderate the 
the event, mm. and he talked about about Buckaroo Banzai, and Peter Weller was there, and John Lithgow were there, and he had like a nice interview with him. So if, if you ever get a chance, listen to it because it's 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 interesting and fun. Mm. And you know, he showed he told about his love for the show and how he felt like it. There's there's more there, and and apparently, if it goes well, he's going to get a chance to kind of figure that out, like, right? Well, he said the first season is going to be Buckaroo Banzai right, in Eighth Dimension, which is the, the the movie that you can see now if you find it on, on DVD or Blu-ray. Um, but then also the second season is going to be because they at the end of it of the movie, there was people, supposed to be a series of movies. movies, right? And it was the World Crime League was the second movie that right. they were going to do that they never did because it well, because never did. It bombed in the theaters. theaters, right? It was one of those movies that was a little a little ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. It was a comic book movie before comic book movies and about a comic book that didn't exist. Yes. It was very meta. Um, uh, okay. I mean, sure. I mean, I, I enjoyed Buckaroo Banzai. I didn't live, breathe, and drink it. I mean, I know I think you're a bigger fan of that movie than I am. Yeah. To me, it was, like a, it was a weird movie that I never really got. So it's like, all right, I'm older. Maybe I'll get it better this time. Maybe. Um <laughs> I just guess there were subtle jokes to it. That's the thing. Like, like it's it's kind of like a, a you think of it as a serious serious sci fi movie, but you kind of have to laugh at it because it's 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 cutting edge at the time of 1984 of right. its of its of its right. special effects. But it was one of those type of movies that just like there was certain jokes to it. Like you might not have got like as a kid, but as an adult, you would appreciate it. You go, oh, yeah, that's kind of funny. Oh, I that's get that. what saying. Yeah, oh, okay. I get this now. You know, went over like a 12 or 14 year old right. head, but like an adult, you go, oh, I get it. You know, yeah, I like, look, it's Kevin's attached to it. And first, you guys see if you can get, actually get off the ground. Yeah. Because what his vision might be might not be that like, when you get involved, when there's more. The more people involved in something, the more muckety, muckety. Yeah, more problems you're gonna have. Yeah, um, we'll we'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll see where it goes. You know, that's pretty much all. Yeah. I to it. You know. Well, we'll we'll keep we'll keep you informed as as the time goes on. <laughs> the more we find out, the more we'll let you know. Sure, we will. I uh, got anything else there? Like one one final one, like one quick one. Um, all right, we can do this one, I guess. Uh, Transformers. They are more than meets the eye. Ed. That's right. Well, apparently they're doing another one. Because <laughs> you're all a glutton for punishment. That's right. All right. And they have officially titled it. Uh, Transformers, the cash grab. <laughs> Transformers, because you guys will watch anything. Transformers. Because uh, we haven't raped you enough for your childhood. Transformers, because you get what you pay for. <laughs> you know? Transformers, so we can sell more shit. Uh, Transformers, because Michael Bay is out of a job if he doesn't do this one. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, what's the title? It's uh, Transformers The Last Night. Uh, is that with a K or with an N? That's with a K. So K-N-I-G-H-T. That like, is correct. Like um, a knight in shining armor. Yes. The Last Night. Yes. The big screen will come out to us June 23rd, 2017. Wait, June of next year? That is correct. Seems a little fast, don't you think? (laughs) Yes. Oh, this is going to be gloriously bad. But apparently this is not the last... It may be the last night, but not the last in the franchise. That's right. Apparently, it's going to be followed up by a Bumblebee spinoff film in 2018. Oh my God, everyone needs their own fucking universe, don't they? 
and Transformers Six will revive, arrive, not revive, hopefully arrive, arrive in 2019. Okay, so it's hey, Transformer movie in 2017, Bumblebee movie in 2018, Transformer movies in 2019. Yeah. I, I... 17, 18, and 19. The next three years, we're gonna have a Transformer movie. <sighs> I, I I don't know what to say to that because a part of me is like, oh my god, good bad movies are coming back. Like this is awesome. <laughs> Another movie I can't wait for video to watch because I know how horribly bad it's going to be. Yes. I, I just don't. I I don't think I want to give them my uh, my money on this. I really don't. I I, I didn't in the last movie. No, you didn't. We I I I got it as a gift, and then we watched it, and yeah. it, it was glorious. It was gloriously bad. But the thing, though, I mean, like, like Transformers three. That was um. That was the one with uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy in it. As right, the, right, yeah. right. And we knew that was bad, and we laughed through the whole thing. Right. We enjoyed it. That was the last time I went to the theater to see a Transformers movie. And then when four came out with the with with the, the Dinobots. You figured, oh, you know, they got the Dinobots. I got to see it for the Dinobots. It's like people who are going to see uh, tur- Turtles. It's got Bebop and Rocksteady in it. All right, I'm Krang. All right, I'm in. Yeah. You know, like, okay. I do have a Krang story. Not right, what we said today is bonus features uh, right. on the Ply Podcast. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, if you want to catch the shenanigans live, we are every Sunday night from 6 to about 9, 9.30. You know? <laughs> Or it's just to a two-hour show, but... Uh... Okay, believe me, when you look at the time, it is. Yeah. So, uh, um, if you want to contact... First, thanks for listening. Yes. You can catch, if you want to, go to face, go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if there's anything you've seen or heard, or if you want to listen to the podcast version of this show, where we do intros and outros, you can go get them at either iTunes... Or our our webpage, wordswithgeeks.com. What are you laughing at? You're just, you want to get so quick. Because the last thing we do is, is the is the uh, emails. You want to, you know, kind of contact us. And you keep going. That, oh, wait, I still got to do this part Because I keep forgetting. Because we, we do it so many different ways. Yes. That this is the one where we go, thanks for listening. If you want to catch the podcast version of the show, you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or on iTunes and you add... Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for our Geeksters, and our show will be there for you. Right. Or you can also go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio, give us a like, and look at the About section to find out where else you can find it. That's exactly right. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show or on our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, give us a like. You can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean, you can contact at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you next week. Bye! And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, everybody. And if you were listening to the live show, or if you're listening to the show at all, you know that <laughs> If you're listening to the show at all, we could just be talking to dead air. <laughs> what the hell was that? That was my phone, too. No, no. Oh. <laughs> the statement you made was the <laughs> Well, I mean, I meant like...
in relation to this show at all, this particular episode, I was going to say that you know we talked about bringing another article to the fold that we talk about in bonus material. Yes. <laughs> But maybe the people who listen to the live show are just like, I just want to hear the opening and closing. So maybe they forgot that I said, oh, by the way, on the live show, that we'll be doing an extra article. That's not how it sounded really. Uh, Not in my head, anyway. Doesn't matter. Either way, Ed brought another article for Nerd News. (laughs) What is it, Ed? (laughs) Okay, uh... We were we were gonna we were talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, uh, in the sh- in the show, and I said, oh well, glad you mentioned I have one more article, and that's where we ended the show. Oh, okay. As we were gonna bring this the bonus material here in the podcast, uh, apparently the voice uh, for uh, the Krang uh, of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, apparently they said it was supposed to be um, Fred Armisen from uh, uh, Portlandia. Okay. Uh, at a at a conference. Uh, yeah, was, yeah. You know, that's a WonderCon panel. Excuse me. That was the the place they said. Good. I was like, you know what? I'm not a big fan of him. I just I don't. I never well, really found him really funny. Funny. Yeah. I I don't get it either. But I mean, I haven't really seen any of his show, any of the Portlandia, so I can't. Even when he was in Saturday Night Live, I didn't ever find him funny. No, I didn't find him funny. So to either. me, like the Portlandia, it's like. Oh, well, you just don't get it because it's a highbrow. Uh, like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's just not my kind of humor. From from what I understand is the fact is that they create these characters, right? And there's no script. They just have these celebrities come on, and it's how they react to them. So they say uh, okay. stuff. Yeah, I like and it then... better when uh, Sasha Baron Cohen did it with Ali G or Bruno. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, so that's the that's the premise okay. of the show of, of Portlandia. But he is not going to be the voice of Krang of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, okay. Out of the shadows, right? Out of the shadows. Yeah, um, out of Manhattan or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so who is the voice of Krang? It's going to be Brad Garrett from. Um, Everyone loves Raymond. That's right. Brad Garrett. Uh, um, he was Raymond's older brother. Yes. Who's done voice work before in the past? Yes, actually, in the eighties, they they labeled him as a depressionist. What do you mean? He did impressions. Oh, an impression. He's a depressionist. I'm going. <laughs> why is he depressed? Like impressionist. Okay. Yes. All right. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm okay with that. He also played uh, Herman Munster in the reboot of the Monsters. Remember that? Ed's, oh my uh, God, that's right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I kind of remember that. I Ed, I kind of wanted to actually bury that from my memory altogether. <laughs> I wanted to burn that out of my brain cell, but apparently you just brought that back. Thanks. <laughs> That's me just going, and I seek the hook. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, my God. It's already played Herman Munster in that reboot, that really crappy reboot of the Monsters. <laughs> oh, my God. Now my memory. Oh, my God. This, this, I'm going to have to go back to therapy. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Now you got to Google search an, an episode. Well, I'm going to have to now. Just I'm going to watch and go. Oh my god! Try to get it out of your head again. Yes, but uh, you know what? I'm I'm okay. Excuse me, I'm okay with uh, that. With I like I guess because I like Brad Garrett. Yes, and I know he's done professional voiceover work on other cartoons mm-hmm. and video games. So I'm like, all right, sure, why not? Um, does it make me want to rush out to the theaters to see the movie more? No, I can wait for video and DVD, like I did with the first one. <laughs> My wife, my wife actually might want to go see this. Uh, you know, I was just kind of like, really? And she likes because she likes uh, Stephen Mel. Stephen Mel. 
know. Stephen Mel is Casey Jones. To me, it was like, oh come on, you you just went, you just went really, really, like that was great casting. Because you're gonna get the outro people. Yeah. And you're gonna see him wielding a hockey, you know, a hockey mask, wielding a hockey stick. Yeah. You know, on that scene where he's on rollerblades and he's being chased by looks like uh, Rocksteady or Bebop or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Whatever, whatever the rhino one's name is. I think that was Rocksteady. Rocksteady? Okay. Yeah. Is it Rocksteady? Rocksteady and Bebop. Okay. It just sounds too rock, rock, steady, ready, rock it all night long. We begin to rock. Rocksteady. Rock, <laughs> I got to get that again because apparently... <laughs> I was trying to do Google search something in the car on the way home, and he and Chunk kept talking and talking and talking, and it got all of what he was saying into it. My voice is the alpha male for your phone. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, but the hymns, you know, yeah, it's Rock City and Bebop. Okay, him on rollerblades being chased as the cars are flipping out behind him. I'm going, that looks so awesome. Yeah, Rocks, Rocksteady is the rhino, and Bebop is the, like, warthog. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'll probably, if my nephew wants to go see in the theaters, maybe I'll go that way. But instead, you know, like, I, I, I bought the Blu-ray. Right yeah. Out. It, was, it was an impulse buy, because I was like, I kind of really want to see it. And no surprise, I got a little bit of a crush on, what's her face? Megan Fox. Megan Fox. A little bit of a crush, because I find her extremely beautiful. Okay, she can't. She kind of act, you know. Well, okay, okay. I, I I understand your attraction to Megan Fox because she looks like a lot like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yes, right. yeah. But then, of course, like if you if you compare her to say uh, Kristen Stewart, she's an Academy Award winning actress. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kristen Stewart just once you get other and other emotions out of her. But I was never a Kristen Stewart fan. But, you know. Megan Fox, it's, there's I got this like warm spot in my heart for her. I don't know why. I don't know how. I mean, maybe it is that image of her in the first Transformer movie. She bent over the hood of the car and she's hot and she's sweaty and the clothes are just kind of clinging to her and just going, "Gosh, she's beautiful!" Like, wow. Now, granted, she doesn't look like that now because she's gotten older and a little work done, but there's still something very attractive about her that makes me want to watch an hour and a half movie of her running around doing reactions to animated creatures. You know? <laughs> <clears throat> okay. <laughs> and you have the, you know, Arrow next to her doing it the whole time. Who's a, a, I mean, handsome man chiseled. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there'll probably be a, you know, a moment where you can get some of those solemn lifts in there. You know, <laughs> sound, the Saturn ladder, Saturn ladder uh, at some point. He's got a hockey stick. I guarantee you there's going to be a spot where he has to climb up a wall and the wall's going to be split in half and he's got his hockey stick and he's going to go clink, 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 clink to get up. The salmon ladder, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Without his shirt on. Well, of course. Yeah. Of course. With the hockey mask on. <laughs> <laughs> like in your fantasy. Uh, no. I saw the letter from Deer House, the penthouse for him. Deer penthouse. I love Stephen Mel as Casey Jones, <laughs> especially when he's shirtless and he wears that mask. Sigh. <laughs> Do you think he's about a size 14? 
Because I have a well and a bottle of lotion with his name on it. (laughs) 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 Anyway, um, well, thanks for listening. Yes. Uh, You want to catch the show live? You can on Sunday nights from 6 to about 9 <laughs> on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. If there's, uh, while you're at it, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything, anything at all, contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> okay. Challenge accepted. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk to you about anything at all. I'm going to crack flat letters now, thanks to you. So in that case, if you want to talk to Sean and send him dick pics, you can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Look, you can talk to me about anything. I don't give a shit. It's Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. I didn't say I was going to respond. Like, dear Sean, what do you think about this? I think it's fine. Send. <laughs> uh, look at my dick pic. No, thank you. Send. here's sean what do you think about megan fox rebooting this tomb raider series i'll look forward to it send (laughs) thumbs up like just the emoji emoji with thumbs up send (laughs) sean do you like apples no send (laughs) what to you sean is a perfect day not responding to emails. Send. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. And we'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.